listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm riding around my side of town, box of gloves. I beat the trial. Had a coat and I had a smile. Had a coat for every style. Crocodile, the gator type. I'm allergic to the hater type. I'll take your wife. Give her back. Nine months after that, Similac. Similar to saying mama's daddy, baby's daddy's maybe. Huh. <laughs> when we had sex, I was in a Mercedes. Mercedes and i ain't crazy but if that's my baby then we're gonna have to name that little baby mercedes, mercedes. i'm riding around i'm getting it welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen i know that song mm-hmm. and we are in the house on saturday morning feedback time mm-hmm. feedback time is when we read all the stuff that you guys send in to us whether it's emails, uh, voicemails, we'll play voicemails, uh, whether it's comments on the website, uh, votes in the polls, uh, whatever it is, however you send it, we'll figure out a way to get this in, uh, get this message out here mm-hmm. and let you guys know what we think about what you thought about what we said. That's how, that's how deep it gets this, these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, heads up, uh, this is, uh, after this show, we're going to take a week off. I think, there's a couple more premium shows in the works so people will get like a couple movie reviews um i have a medium talk coming out you know stuff like that but uh regular shows taking a week off need a break uh you know how it is gotta recharge those batteries um and uh you know everything else will operate as normal uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh let's go ahead and talk about who today's show is brought to uh brought to you by it's brought to you by listeners like you i dedicate this song to recession depression mm-hmm. and unemployment this song is for you. my three children recession depression and unemployment <laughs> uh shout out to rosalie v Recurring donator. Thank you very much, Rosalie. Thank you. Uh, Wonga. Recurring donator. We all know Wonga from Australia. Uh, the laying down under, as they call it. Erica M. Recurring donator. Thank you very much, Erica. Yes. Uh, Yvonne Randolph, one time for your mind. New, 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 new donator. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Joanna M. says, Thanks, Rod and Karen, for making me laugh and smile when everything surrounding me has made me want uh has made me want to cry. You two are the absolute best hugs. Uh thank you, Joanna. Oh, hugs back at you, baby. No doubt, man. Um Darren S, recurring donator. Adam T, recurring donator. I think he might be new. Yeah, that's new. Go holler at uh, Conrad. Yep. Marlena A, recurring donator. Damian Jackson, I, I am for real. Uh, Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. Mm-hmm, official lawyer. Uh, Robert L, uh, that's Black Rob. Black ass Black Rob. Yes, that nigga. Tavon S, recurring donator. Thank you very much. And that's it for this week. That's everybody. Went through that kind of fast. Thank you so much for the, for the donations, y'all. Today's a new day. Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's all right. The truth is, I almost gave up, but a power that I can't explain. Holy Ghost power. 
sour and I know we've been hurt y'all but still I smile come on even though I hurt see I smile all right all right um <laughs> let's do the five star reviews we only got a couple this week one on iTunes and one on Stitcher Woo-hoo. uh on iTunes info kill writes been a long time coming five stars rod can you please clap while reading this okay i don't know all right i'll see what i can do this this comedic genius couple is amazing hilarious insightful and all around goodness and i'm constantly crapping i feel like i'm angry reading it am i supposed to be angry reading it okay oh no and i'm constantly cracking up with that segments and love their take on world issues 1000 episodes strong and cheers to thousands more love coriani oh she, she wanted to be sure her point was made i don't know if, was that that the kind of clapping i was supposed to do i was supposed to clap like this <laughs> was, was, did you want this i i, I don't know I like, I, I, I like your version okay. I, I i imagine it being in all caps uh yeah well, <laughs> i feel angry inside now uh then we got this one on stitcher from dr v five stars consistently the best podcast rod and karen are the hardest working podcasters in the business they provide tons of hilarious content and excellent social commentary you will often hear about important issues on their show first when bad things happen to black people listening to rod's analysis and karen's insight uh, and both of their comedic experience will get you through the horror them thrones is still my favorite with bernie so black a close second over a thousand podcasts prove just how good this team and their guests are i don't usually listen to podcasts for years but when i do i listen to rod and karen they are the best thank you thank you appreciate you and uh you know you guys can leave us five star reviews on both platforms Mm -hmm. itunes and stitcher and we will read them on the air let us know if you're not in the continental united states yes this does include canada and mexico yeah if you're not let us know send us an email say hey i'm from blank and i left you guys a five-star review because it's the only way we can see some of you guys five-star reviews right. because uh itunes doesn't tell us it's very xenophobic and it, <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't tell us if someone hits us up from outside the united states it just basically says fuck those people mm-hmm. uh, we only count 50 yeah their reviews do not count <laughs> and uh they are not good people you know they call y'all racial slurs behind y'all back <laughs> you know, i'm just letting y'all know we you know don't you want somebody to let you know people talking behind your back itunes is talking behind y'all back it's like don't trust them canadians or whatever you're like damn really i know is that serious really going in like canada on canada like this i mean they they are cousins from you know right up the street and it's like nah fuck them so watch your back guys uh we had comments on the website uh episode 1010 mr claw was a feedback episode we had three comments uh Hiroja Shibe, i hope i'm not saying right says i think y'all are on an email chain that means you have to repass it on or you will get seven years of bad luck and i think they're talking about that uh, <laughs> talking about that um the emails that we keep getting from bernie sanders or we're, we're getting from bernie sanders supporters it has died down the last three or four days i haven't got one knock on wood thank goodness so feel like they uh they learned to leave me alone or move on to other targets which is fine with me teresa teresa says uh whoever did that mr slash dr claw was brilliant 
rolled on the floor laughing my ass off perhaps karen's demotion was right because his doctorate was taken away in a smear campaign by inspector gadget <laughs> maybe maybe he's like dr cliff huxtable right yeah. maybe he likes some of those schools he graduated and they found out he wasn't accredited uh blue paws says hold up hold up tearing up wasn't what i signed up for after spending the last six months with y'all the topics you discussed that have elicited anger sadness and joy from all the laughing fits but i wasn't expecting y'all to tag team me in the crime with that good advice segment at the end karen made some excellent points about how a father should love their daughter unconditionally and how a woman should, shouldn't be taught to seek comp, uh, completion from a man then here goes ride speaking on what i've been trying to get my mother to understand for so long a sign of a well-rounded father isn't solely how he cares for his children but also how he treats the mother of his children being a quote-unquote good father hasn't superseded that fact and i've seen my father physically and verbally abuse my mother all my life and consequently made me feel inadequate yeah and that shit can hurt like the child's perception of the mom too because right. you know like you're setting your child up to mimic what they see like it's funny we talk about relationships in such deep like levels and such you know all these words and all these thoughts and all this but a lot of this stuff just is mimicry of what we seen when we were children right and then uh a lot of times in a lot of these relationships regardless of if the parents are together or not if children see um their parents arguing and fussing and fighting and abuse no matter who's doing the abuse uh it affects children in all types of ways you have a lot of uh females that grow up that think they're inadequate and they think that if you're not beating me that's you don't love me and then you have uh boys that grow up and think that uh me beating you is a form of love and a lot of dudes internalize that and get very very angry at females and uh, and it's a lot of grown-ass dudes who have a lot of issues with females based off of how they seen their mama treated and they grow up with this bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks mentality based off a lot of that when if they would have been somewhere where they would have truly seen a woman loved, maybe a lot of this attitude would be different. Yeah, I guess, yeah, what I'm saying is, like, even no matter how deep and no how many books you read and shit, like, you, a lot of it's just from what you see, and people don't want to accept that, and definitely don't want to accept that when they're treating the their significant other like shit. Or, when right. they're, or a lot of parents who accept being treated like shit thinking like well at least we're together and the kids will see that we're together and it's like no mm -mm, mm -mm. kids often will see that see that you compromise and believe that that's what a relationship should look like is accepting abuse or whatnot from somebody so Cor correct correct and also um just for my personal opinion children aren't stupid i think a lot of right. parents underestimate what children pick up on at what ages and if y'all not getting along you don't even have to fuss and fight in their face they can see the tension they can feel the tension children are not oblivious to your relationships right. and your interactions with each other and your attitudes with each other and your tones with each other and how you treat each other and your love and affection for each other <coughs> they could they could see when it's there and when it stops like they're aware of this and honestly children would rather you live separately and be happy and have more people loving them than for you to be together at each other's throats yeah and and honestly they can tell you know conflict resolution little stuff that you just don't think kids notice at very young ages they do mm -hmm. um so she goes on to say um uh yeah being a good father hasn't superseded the fact that he was verbally abused to a mother all my life 
and consequently made me feel in, inadequate um what really had me in my feelings was hearing your usual sign off to the show which i always thought was freaking adorable but this particular time made me think back on all the times i've never heard my parents say i love you and i love you too baby oh uh, i'm sorry to hear that blue paws me too and and and, and uh I guess, I guess for me i take that very seriously uh because uh before we started like uh what we do now we used to be side by side we would actually kiss but we can't no more because i'm literally behind him um but it's just one of those things where i think it's important to tell your spouse and your children and the ones that you love uh that you love them because i also grew up in a household where it wasn't used very frequently and that does affect you as a child so as an adult you know my thing is like if i really truly love you i will let you know um same well you know i definitely uh grew up in a house where saying i love you wasn't really a a strange occurrence you know so i don't uh you know i don't see any big deal with it mm-hmm. really uh how many emails arrive get about bernie sanders this week three or more less than three or none um i legit don't remember how many i got this week i feel like it must have been less than three because i don't oh, remember snap. but at the same time i it's it's all blurred together now i don't know which days are which <laughs> you're like Every i could have got to look the same yeah so let's just say none uh, and say everybody was wrong because zero percent of people said none <laughs> right everybody was like you're gonna at least get one this week seven percent said less than three and 93 percent said three or more so yeah i probably would have been in that group and i'm not counting media requesting that which would put it back over three mm. uh writer chick four says i voted for three or more but i hope i'm wrong and rod doesn't receive any bernie emails this week <laughs> i also voted in an earlier poll that bernie stands were annoying but weren't going to sway my decision to vote or not vote for him that is when i thought that they were slightly reasonable and would soon get tired of repeating themselves now i see that the overwhelming majority of bernie stands are privileged stalkers with a misguided notion that it is their duty to educate anyone who disagrees with bernie's agenda not only is this insulting but their repeated actions have so turned me off from anything having to do with bernie sanders campaign i don't know how how the two of you deal with all this so i made a donation under my government name <laughs> and i hope that the next time you two go to the movies you can at least upgrade your regular size popcorn to a large and a soda and forget this foolishness if only for a while thank you right to check four and i'm gonna tell you i deal with i'm taking a week off i'm exhausted really i mean it's not just that we work hard because we do um and we did so many guest spots and i'll make sure to put up a post this week where you guys can go yeah, we, see yeah we've been doing a lot this month we've been on a lot of shows yes we have um we both were separately on uh what's the tea we both were on good and terrible mm-hmm. we both were on um um uh, dr abrasive yeah i was um, on cyber soldier show yeah like i mean we've been grinding very hard you know in addition to premium shows and all that shit mm-hmm. so um it is you know it's definitely work but it's work that we love to do but then when you throw in the harassment that i got from you know uh, a, a a contingent of bernie sanders fans um and and the online twitter and all this shit that just it just it burns you out man you know like i didn't realize how much i was being emotionally affected by it but i definitely was like um i was waking up 
uh like having nightmares and shit which is the first time that that's happened i don't know forever and it wasn't like one time it was like days in a row you know i was just like what the fuck like i like i don't even dream so having a nightmare is some definitely some different shit yeah and uh when you was telling them uh well i was reading your twitter feed when you was tweeting about it and uh you were saying how you would be in sweats yeah i did realize that you would just be hot i mean you you always hot but i'm um, talking about like where you would literally be sweating in the bed and i mean yeah and i can't think of anything else that changed in the last two to three weeks to make that happen and right. it's never happened before and i'd be like do i need to turn the air down i was i was i was like i was like i didn't i would wake you up but i was like is you okay yeah i don't know if it's like a panic attack or what but it's like you know it was it's harassment it's it just flat out is and i think people don't realize because they think of anybody that they see or know on the internet as some sort of like celebrity mm-hmm. and then when people think about celebrity which is why i constantly push back on this shit and right. i always will people think a celebrity is less than human like, right or sometimes or somehow more than human like well you have more fame or you have more attention or you have more money or you have something that i think makes you better than me so i can touch you in any way that i want and you shouldn't be bothered by it because you already have this thing so you shouldn't clap back right and it's not even just clap back but like i should be able to call kanye west a fucking asshole and or worse and then he should be like not even receptive to that i can't believe he's even mad look at him he's rich you know shit like that where it's Mm -hmm. like you don't realize the toxic environment you create for people and i only got a small taste of that i can't i mean it's nothing compared to i'm sure what actual like activists get right actual people that that got on those stages um stuff like that you know i and and it was so much entitlement you know explain this to me like i owe it to everybody like i'm a teacher like my job is to teach white people how to think about race shit you know not to mention most of the explain this to me was just a thinly veiled way for someone to start an argument with me correct and it was the same arguments over and over and no matter how much i explained it on the website uh, on the on the podcast on um on twitter on facebook any any social media no matter how many articles i got interviewed and i explained my point of view people would still want to come argue with me because the entitlement of you know most white people is like i deserve my own special explanation and chance to debate you and it's like it doesn't matter that you already seen me respond to this it doesn't matter just saying the exact same thing that 12 other people said right it doesn't matter that i went through this thing step by step with each email i received like none of that matters to you because you could be bothered you cannot be bothered to like actually care about my opinion or know how i got to it and walk away and go okay you have to be so important that you change my mind like it's it's really been a fascinating experiment to see how people um approach this and approach me but at the end, at the end of the day you know it's a very stressful thing you know people um you know uh constantly like sending you threats like uh racist shit this mm-hmm. you know i won't be an ally if you don't if you gonna have this kind of attitude right the you know the like just you know it was just it was just fucking ridiculous you know so luckily we built a platform where pretty much what the fuck are you gonna do because there's no producer you can take our jobs from no boss. there's no boss there's no you know like we put ourselves in a position where we get to do this product and we just are loved and supported by 
a small group of people that that really fuck with us heavy right and we built it through authenticity so there's no opinion that we have to hold to Mm. keep this audience because Mm -hmm. we've we've got to do it by original by just authentically being ourselves um so i feel like that's a huge um you know boost for our show and one of the reasons that i did like doing those interviews and i felt comfortable because i kept thinking like what if they get some other nigga to do it and it's just one they're not paying attention to what happened two they're speaking for me when they don't fucking know me um and telling people what bernie so black means and and lying and being like it's an attack on this candidate and all this shit so that was a part of it a lot of people were like well are you trying to promote the show and shit i didn't really get to promote the show and any of that stuff Mm -mm. and no i wasn't worried about promoting the show because like i said we're doing great like um the and the kind of person that's going to come to us because they read that article the vast majority of them would not stay or support us in any way yep. now some people are gonna come and they're gonna be like finally some the shit i've been waiting to hear my whole life like right. you know uh like a different perspective or something that you know people just kind of keeping it real and not living in the bubble or whatever like those people might enjoy hearing this show but the vast majority the vast majority mm-hmm. of people that hear about us through an article or something that just because we're talking about bernie sanders or something it's not gonna be inclined to like fuck with us you know nope, but they just listen to a 10 15 minute clip and then that's what they make they, the basis of yeah the whole, um, a lot of people just listen on. long enough to email me right and, and, and no matter how wrong they were you know just hey man i don't agree with you i'm like well i didn't say that so you know like mm-hmm. like you well, I, I guess i jumped the gun yeah you did you did but all that shit adds up it, you know the constant fights online people hearing about you from the title of an article right that you um, did you didn't make somebody else made the title right and they come in they're like why are you trying to hurt bernie sanders like are you even reading what i said i don't want to hurt bernie, bernie sanders right they don't read the article a lot of yeah. times people read the titles and just assume that the article is going to go a certain way so you you know and and it's like people can't be bothered to listen but at the same time they want a specific response singularly to them right like i owe that to them and it has been exhausting i can't front guys it's it's been tiring uh it's been cool to come in and laugh and do our job uh and 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 provide entertainment but it's also just been like a grind the last three weeks because people are crazy man these people are crazy they will drive you crazy yeah they absolutely positively out their minds and then um uh what you said my car decided that it was gonna go on unemployment yeah we had real by the way we had we had real life kept happening behind the scenes karen's car just quit the engine is done it's like a four thousand dollar bill to fix the engine it's an older car mm -hmm. so now we're probably gonna have to buy a new car so now it's like you know shopping for a new car is stressful um we got to do that shit um you know there's there's stuff with uh shit this morning i woke up my car wouldn't start because my battery was dead like right you know i was planning to go play basketball and shit couldn't even get in my car like um you know that shit like that 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 still happens just like it happens for everybody um uh you know other just life stuff and to the entitlement that people have was just like you're gonna come explain something to me because i asked or i demanded it or i like like i like i opened the field to debate because this shit is just a game to these other people like like that's the thing is it's been low-key insulting the entire time because um 
the idea of black lives matter and the impetus for what it's about the black people that are killed by the police the mm-hmm. over policing of our community none of that's ever been a game to me and it's never been something to debate nope so it's to, not two sides to that to me yeah to me when i see someone bum rush a stage i i there's i have no sympathy for anyone who would feel bad about how they did it i have no sympathy like i i don't care that like honestly uh and it's not it's you know it's no offense to bernie sanders it wouldn't matter who was on the stage i wouldn't care right because the point that they're making is bigger than the next four years of presidency <laughs> come on now it's actually bigger than that it's actually bigger than the officer president it's actually bigger than the economy it's the biggest thing in my life which is racism that you know even even if you solved for all the economic factors i have to deal live in a racist society and i need people to be aware of that and make it stop because pe- they're just killing people right and then you know people wonder why i don't give a fuck about drones i don't give a fuck about a war i yeah. don't give a fuck about the economy there's some shit i don't give a fuck i about. mean i i care but i just don't care as much as this right and i and i'm never going to it's like um i hope this is right maslow's hierarchy of needs y'all google if i'm wrong my bad but the hierarchy of needs where it's like if a certain condition is met then you start worrying about the next tier and once that condition is met then you worry about that tier so like if if your number one thing is you need shelter then once you get the shelter you can start worrying about stuff like food or you know or what however the the, the pyramid goes well that's kind of how it is with this is is my pyramid of needs is not is is that i could get pulled over and killed by the cops at any second and vilified and oppressed and have my killing justified and just seen as some shit to debate on youtube facebook twitter and podcasts and radio and don lemon's gonna call two guys on and one's gonna be a former police officer that thinks no matter what happened i deserve to die and the other person's gonna be mark lamont hill making the what the fuck face and right and i and, and i think that 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 supersedes every other relevant issue for me personally and any candidate that's not willing to address it i'm not willing to vote for and it's not something that's up for debate there's nothing you can do to make me not think about that and it's up to the candidate to assuage that fear it's up to the candidate to prove that they're going to be an ally in office because at the end of the day i don't believe that a president can fix racism Mm -mm. but i definitely believe they can stand in the way and i definitely believe they can stand by and watch it happen and not say anything and not send anybody and not have any commentary about it like so yeah i definitely need um you know candidates to have this is one of the issues in that platform and that has been successfully done because of the women in black lives matter and the men in black lives matter and the, and the allies in black lives matter all these people that support uh this movement it's been it's it's been successful to get that stuff done in these campaigns and you know there's still some way to go and i'm sure, sure that these candidates will be getting some return trip visits and all that shit but the point being they've successfully moved that needle and and uh i think the reason that the email stopped is because the candidates moved right and once the candidates all moved and once they went and boycotted uh i mean not boycotted once they went and did the same thing to jeb bush and hillary clinton people had to shut the fuck up because it was exactly what i said what happened you know from day one is what i was like this this is the shit that's gonna happen like it's not just them you know people for some reason don't count that o'malley was there the first time like Mm-mm. this isn't a bernie sanders centric campaign Mm-mm. 
you know uh we understand he's a lovable old uncle and shit but it but it is what it is he's running for president so yeah we'll be taking a break because it's been very stressful man and um you know i appreciate all the kind words and there's been people that they're quote unquote on my side but then like i'll block a troll on twitter and then that person trying to be a a good person will come in my mentions and argue with the troll by adding me 50 times as they go back and forth with this troll that i already blocked it's shit like that where it's just like you get so tired because like i would love to be able to come on and fucking live tweet love and hip-hop or do something to kind of relax but every time i do i was coming on and it was like 60 people fucking arguing about bernie sanders in my mentions it's just like too much you know half of them just being eggs and shit that i had to block or they wanted to call me divisive or whatever you know i and and honestly it's it's just been fucked up it's been fucked up for for my our friends at twib right you know like some of the you know finding out and seeing which of their white allies are just really snakes that you know couldn't wait for the the first time a black person or a black agenda got in their way of whatever they wanted right. it was right back to like no niggas y'all shut up no no more y'all so um yeah it's it's been real fucking interesting but uh i need i definitely need a break and uh that's you know that's how that's kind of how i got through it and uh you know because like people have been telling me like i would take a break if i was you well i am uh eve <laughs> writes in on episode 10 11 crash and burn um was a pretty fun episode um we discussed bernie sanders and black lives matter again trump's misogyny and uh shahad prince dissing kanye bunch of stuff uh and big daddy two says i'm sorry and big daddy two left the first comment he said um karen's rhymes don't have to rhyme she is like odb she made <laughs> she made me laugh so hard i scared white people in Publix. <laughs> tip it for best lyrics it times up to 1356 eve says rod i'm going to nominate you for sainthood the fact that you haven't blown up the bernie sanders campaign headquarters after all the harassing you received is beyond me because i have fucking had it and i don't get a fifth of the crap that you get from standards yeah the other thing that's weird is when people tag me the shit that i like i'm just chilling and what people would do is like yeah because people have been harassing at rodimus prime and i was like so here we go now you just pointing them to me to harass me because right. you're typically already arguing about harassment and then you're gonna point them to me or the hey did you see this article about the harassment that people are getting i'm living it right i actually i'm, I'm already aware thank thank you very much mm. and yes everybody sent me the link to whatever the newest thing that a candidate said about it yes i've got it correct you do this for a living so i thought yeah. you've seen it way before they ever sent it to you yeah um yeah so uh it says uh i see their post on my business and personal facebook accounts my twitter account and i retweet something that i agree with from a black lives matter activist they show up in my mentions they're like herpes the gift you never wanted listening to your show is one of the few outlets i have in the sometimes stressful life so seeing some standards in the chat room while the rest of us are just having fun with the final was the final straw for me next standard that comes to me on some bullshit is getting a smooth cuss out yeah we have people come in our chat room oh yeah and i kicked them out just so you know if, if you listening i don't mind you coming in there but if you're gonna come in and disrupt the chat room 
Mm-mm. I will ninja your ass right on out of here, and, and and then I don't care about you getting another account. I ninja that account out too. Yeah, but it's just amazing the audacity. You know what I mean? I'm gonna mm-hmm. come in your chat room and flood it with links. No, you're like, not. Like you're gonna fucking beat everyone into submission to supporting your candidate. You're just making people have a negative connotation when they hear the name Bernie Sanders. You're undoing the goodwill that he's trying to foster. Correct. It's just so weird to see people do. Would you eat a would you eat at a catch and eat sushi place? Karen said no. I said yes. I would definitely look a fish in the eyes and eat it. <laughs> uh this poll was very close. Fifty three percent of people agree with Karen. They think it's gross. And forty seven percent agree with me. Yes, I want to look my food in the eyes. Sugar Bay says, I'm a coward. I refuse to look that tender calf in the eyes. Just give me <laughs> give me just give it to me, cook, goddammit. It's not a calf, it's a fish. <laughs> what kind of sushi are you eating? You going to cowfish? You must be going to cowfish. Bring us something back. Uh, no comments on episode 1012, a plethora of dick. And the poll, no comments on the poll. And it was, is Leola Brown telling the truth? Yes, I believe her. No, she's lying. Exactly 50 50. Wow. Yep, that never happened. Right. <laughs> oh shit um, <laughs> uh i believe she telling the truth i do too uh she too bold to not be to be lying episode ten thirteen, as heard on npr with our boy chris from movie trailer reviews.net uh you guys know chris um got a bunch of good reviews people on twitter and facebook hit me up they really love chris of course if you do love chris you should already be checking out movie trailer reviews it's a great podcast we mm-hmm. go on there all the time yes we do uh anzi davis left a comment says because i am petty she is on her own and i think anzi is talking about megan kelly mm-hmm. uh, because that's what the poll was about amani says comedian activist podcast lobbyist restaurant tipping etiquette commentator comic literary critic uh acclaimed audio play actors champion against right supremacy that resume is getting longer and longer and i can't get enough they don't realize who they messed up and invited to the party rod and karen coming to a front page near you oh and host with the sexiest fans on facebook uh but being earnest for a minute i can't tell you how much seeing you guys continue to succeed means to people y'all have built this from the ground up from the days with intro music in the background to a network and community that's so beautiful hell seeing chris getting to go to comic-con and d23 and sterling and gas pie hitting that 100 episode too it's just proof that being your authentic self and working towards that what fulfills you as a person is worth grinding to get there it's so dope to see man p.s don't know if y'all are doing a spoiler movie review but finally saw that dvz movie and without spoiling anything hating ass terrell jones aka vegeta has another reason to be mad at goku <laughs> yeah we gotta review that i enjoyed that movie yeah we gotta review i want to say three Three or four movies yeah yeah mission impossible six Mm -hmm. uh dragon ball z Mm -hmm. which you can probably do at this point resurrection f and battle of the gods together yes and then we also need to review um uh what was that last one we saw fantastic four did we review that yet uh no we haven't we need to review that yeah yeah and then i want to go see straight out straight out of compton okay so all right there you guys go you know now you know we'll be reviewing some movies in the next couple weeks eve says at first i thought the ball alert was fake because it started out with all those flowery words and purple prose yeah that that lady 
she broke my computer with that bullshit yeah she did that lady must have said feel the burn and alluded to waiting <laughs> to feel the heat at least 50 times yeah she did because she caused everything to fucking crash as cheesy as it was when the letter veered from the romantic mumbo jumbo and took a left turn down petty lane on the corner of bitty bitter bitch avenue ah i knew it was real i laughed and laughed and laughed the only disappointing part about the bottle alert post this time around was that there were no comments i live for the comments and in particular hating ass terrell jones comments so in honor of him here's what i imagine he would have said if he had been in the comments <laughs> in terrell jones voice this bitch is stupid she got exactly what was coming to her i bet she gave him anal and now she mad because she doesn't have anything to show for it but a sore ass and some hurt feelings <laughs> yes that sound like that sound like something he would say yes it does the poll was should feminists defend megan kelly because uh that's what they were instructed to do by from salon you know that that feminism that that trickle up feminism <laughs> Um, which makes no fucking sense the poll was yes uh is their duty to rally around women under attack no she's on her own 81 percent of y'all said she is on her own 19 percent of y'all said no man still gotta protect that woman sugar bay says fuck her because i'm petty i dream says i voted no i will however put this in the pile of fucked up stuff trump has said i have a fake hope that she takes this quote-unquote vacation she's on and opens her eyes to the fact that being a skinny white woman won't protect her from targeted misogyny ah that is a faint hope you might as well hope godzilla is real um ah! it's not gonna happen um anyway we got uh we got some voicemails Let's see if we can play those Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Jodeci. I was calling in the middle of the feedback show today um, just because of Karen and, like, her advice on, you know, fathers and the male role models. And it was really got to me like, ooh, you come on now, Karen. You my male role model. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I just, I actually still just kind of found power because it just reminded me of my granddad and, it was just the anniversary of his passing um, the other day, um, July 30th. It was made like nine years. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of reinforced some of the things that I saw growing up. And it was like, once you see how a man is supposed to love a woman, you kind of don't grow. Like, you can't settle for less. So a real right. man does show you how to love a woman. And that's kind of like my little fairy tale that I've been chasing my grandparents' um, marriage. So... Yeah, Karen, you brought up some, some emotions, but you go, girl, because that is power in there, and I found so much truth, and I love you all, and, you know, enjoy the show. Thank you. About to get back to listening. Bye. Aww. Yeah. Sorry about your grandfather passing, but... Me too. But, yeah, like, it's it's one of those things where when it... If, if a man sets a very, very high standard for, for, for uh, their uh, daughters as far as getting married and for their sons as far as being an example nothing less like you will not accept anything less that's like getting fruit loops and somebody giving you fruitios you know i don't want no motherfucking fruitios what the fuck is this yep um also a lot of times uh i look to music to tell me <laughs> what uh you know what exactly you should be looking for oh when it comes to loving a woman ladies and gentlemen welcome to the stage the empire 
That's the kind of song makes a, a man love a woman and a woman love a man. That's all mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Or a man love a man. Or a man love a man, even. That's oh. right. Uh, next voicemail. Hey, Roderick. It's uh, Adrian Flutie, though, from NPR. Um, oh, yeah. This is the dude that called me from NPR to be on NPR. I was on NPR, y'all. Uh, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot to tell y'all that. Uh, next. Uh, <laughs> did y'all know I'm a celebrity? Okay. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> next voicemail. Hey guys, this is Shay. I just wanted to let you know that I got the message. Short and sweet and once a week. Um, oh, and today's show, Bernie's show, preach it. That was, that was a good show. You guys have a great day. Bye. First of all, I know that, uh, last week we were, you know, we had to let you know the rules. Shay, I cannot express to you enough. How much I appreciate you. Yes, thank for, you. Buddy. For being cool, man. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we have had some run-ins with the cray cray before where people be like, fuck that. Fuck your show. I can't call 75 times and leave 37 minute voice messages. Then fuck you. Like we've had people do that. Yeah, before, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, like the the thing with the feedback show is it's kind of for everybody. Right. You know, and i don't think that the the rules are very uh you know i don't think they're fucked up or anything like that i think they're pretty relaxed uh mm-hmm. for everybody and uh, i appreciate you um you know taking it nicely man because right. uh i think could have been worse thank you so much sweetie that mean that that right there means a lot to us sweetie yeah. thank you that that actually might be my favorite voicemail in a long time right thank you because i was worried that you know because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings either and i think people take it personal sometimes right but we're not trying to make it personal we're just like look man you know uh we gotta we you know we want to do shit with the rest of our day too you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah, uh so thank, thank you so you much, so much Shay. Shay. we thank appreciate you. you we do sweetie uh and last voicemail rod and karen and bossy i i have to call you right now i've never called a podcast before much like that other crazy bernie sanders fan i've never called a podcast before <laughs> I had to call you because I have no air right now, 
this is Dana White, DS White 7 Twitter. I don't know. You might know me. Not. Um, you are going off on the murder shows and Snap and Women Who Kill. I didn't think anybody else watched Women Who Kill except me. And I watched it on YouTube because I can't get it. I got once on a channel in like Los Angeles and I can't get it after that. So I'm watching it on YouTube. Anyway, I can't even... You guys are killing it right now with the breakdown of the shows and the people who appear on these shows and how it's always like, oh, he beat me at the end and they have a million phone records, like records of phone calls between them and it's like all a surprise and she tells somebody else to kill her husband and then when that doesn't work, she just moves on to telling somebody else to kill her husband. It's totally new. I... Look, I love those shows, and nobody in my life watches those shows, and they all think like, there's something weird about me mm-hmm. because I watch them. And regardless of whether there's something weird about me, those shows are amazing, and I wish that this is a new segment, even though I know how could you talk about the shows. Anyway, this is hilarious. I, like, I've loved so much stuff since I started listening to you guys about a year ago. And, like, that, like, the Bernie Sanders, when you went on that rant, that was amazing. <laughs> but this, uh, <laughs> this is what finally gets me to call in. And also, I'm finally employed again, so I'm going to drop you guys a donation. I already got the premium subscription. Thank you so much. It's so enjoyable. Love it. I'm going to go home and watch some new episodes of Snap. Because, yeah, I have that one pass on my feet before. Thank you so much, Dana. And, Thank um, you. Also, Dana, as she was leaving this voicemail, as I, we were playing this, she just became a recurring donator, true to her word. Woo-hoo! Like, so it's like right there, it's like, boom, we got a, another donation. Um, so thank you very much, man. Um, and uh, I guess uh, we'll have to dedicate your donation to depression, recession, and unemployment. <laughs> all three of my babies today's a new day uh we got uh lastly some emails uh we'll leave the phone lines open 704-557-0186 all right writing one the writing one writes in love the show i'm new to the world of podcasts and been listening to tbgwt for a few months now on episode 1006 i mean 1006 y'all had me crying laughing for a good five minutes about the time karen left you when some ish was about to jump off rod rod i'm with karen you have you have got to learn to pick up those non-verbal cues man well it wasn't no cue other than me watching her back running. <laughs> you all brighten my day keep up the good work oh, hold on we got a call yo you on with the blackout tips Hey, Rahi, Karen, it's Drew and Leslie. Hey, Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing good. I just wanted to uh, wish you all a good week off and say you just deserve all the time off to relax. We took this week off. We're actually up in Canada. We got to hang out with um, Clove and Shirley. Oh, that's dope. Which was awesome. And and thank you for that because we wouldn't have known them except for your show. Yeah. Oh, that's double chonilla power up there, man. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's more interracialness than I think Canada can handle. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of Drakes. 
<laughs> a whole lot, a whole lot. And um, anyways, we just wanted to say hi and again, just have a yeah, great enjoy your vacation. You guys have so uh, the the phrase earned it, deserved it, not even close. It's got it's going on what five years straight now. You've had one day off or a couple of days for us brother's <laughs> wedding. Be, enjoy it, man. Enjoy you too. Really, you've earned it. Ah, uh, thanks, oh, guys, thank man. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, I'm sure people will be picking up and listening to all kinds of stuff in our week off man mm-hmm. and uh interracial john man it's a good place to start yep and oh, all right. all right bye guys have a good day bye bye y'all. y'all peace and um you making me think about this um if you go for those of you out there that are like well what other shows especially if you're all caught up what other shows can i listen to if you go to our website there's a link called friends of the show click on that i just updated that and it's about 60 different links yeah <laughs> for plenty of shows and i still gotta add more people that are friends of the show mm-hmm. that you can find where you can listen to the shows and all that stuff so if you're like what else can i listen to go to our website click on friends of the show and it's a long ass list there's plenty for you guys to listen to um and uh the writing one or written one said goes on to say oh and i didn't realize so many folks are getting killed by swords till i started listening to your show love y'all the writing one thank you thank you um let's see what else we got here uh molly e says really my best friend hi rod and karen i just finished listening to sunday's episode when i opened gawker and saw this uh and it was the link to bernie's the 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 gawker article don't piss on your best friend right uh about bernie sanders and my first thought was oh rod ain't gonna like this <laughs> like i straight up knew you like i was just waiting for you and karen to get into the office so we could all gossip about it nothing to add about the article itself that hasn't been said a million times just thought i'd let you know that listening to your podcast keeping me sane while i'm out here surrounded by all these quote-unquote allies who i can't actually talk about this stuff with uh well yeah we we covered that uh and it was terrible yes thank you from ralph who says rod and karen i first came to your universe via bomani jones and his radio show when it was time for the daily ride in charlotte segment oh the morning jones yes always the best part of the show and you were the only caller who he let talk uninterrupted until they were finished i always admired that uh well that was normally because they were winding down and uh bo and them needed a break just someone to stretch them right to that last segment and uh i came prepared to be able to do that every day mm-hmm. um and uh you know he would come in sometimes and interrupt if if it was relevant or like i remember my actually one of my favorite calls i wasn't even on that shit for that long because it was the one where they got the dude who was squatting in that house in texas yes and uh they got him on the phone because the listener came and so they put us all on the line together that was way more funnier um but thank you though uh from there it went to following you guys on twitter and recently listening to the podcast i'm mad that it took me so long to start listening to the podcast i'm mad too man (laughs) (laughs) i'm not mad we get that we get that a lot it's like i don't know why i wasn't listening to y'all podcast i'm like well probably because you saw the limb and you thought nothing could possibly be that funny or that good about, for that long right and you know uh tipping like are we, i'm not gonna go in y'all gonna tell me how to give an extra five percent like well if you follow the if you follow us on twitter it's not that you don't think it shows i don't think you think <laughs> it shows about tipping i really just think people you know people just don't consider a lot of things to be quality no matter how much they hear it right you know which is one of the reasons i always say retweet your compliments i always see people that think 
you shouldn't retweet your compliments but if you look in their mentions ain't nobody complimenting their ashy asses like oh bitter motherfucker talking about don't oh i'm gonna unfollow you because you retweeting people being talking nice about you what kind of bitter ass hating shit is that to do right right so retweet your compliments man i think a lot of times we get listeners because y'all are so complimentary of the show we retweet it and so on in our timeline eventually it's like damn that's the 17th thing in a row i saw saying that this show is good like Uh, maybe i will finally give it the click and see what the fuck it is right and i and i think and i guess for me whenever you find the show you find the show on time that's how i always view it i agree i agree um so let's see your dedication to your listeners is admirable i admire how much content you provide us all with a regular on a regular basis in the interest of full disclosure for and for what i'm gonna say next i am black and not a democrat or republican Uh uh-oh I was compelled to write because your ongoing battle with Bernie Sanders supporters, which I find hilarious. I totally understand your point. This is really the manifestation of black people. I guess if you count these last few emails, maybe I did get more than three emails about Bernie Sanders, so most of y'all was right. Uh, <laughs> this is really the manifestation of black people actualizing their political will and white liberals getting upset about it. Black votes can no longer be taken for granted, which is, in, is the essence of representative democracy. I, in many ways, this is the basic problem with white liberals. They like us and our causes, but on their terms and as a means for their candidate to get elected. Often this is simply the case of a basic lack of empathy, a true inability to understand the perils of the black experience in America because it doesn't affect them directly. No matter how good I am at my job or sitting the corporate ladder, it doesn't make me bulletproof. Some economic opportunity is almost, is always paramount, but there's obviously more to this issue. If it was only about economics, poor white people would be getting killed by police officers on a routine basis as well. Bernie Sands don't seem to understand that fact. Yeah, that's also funny because I listen to this podcast because, um, one of the things I did on Twitter this week was I searched, I'm not Twitter, um, iTunes. I searched hashtag Bernie so black to see what other podcasts talked about it. and a couple podcasts came up um and this one podcast was really good and i hate that i'm forgetting that dude's name let me matter of fact let me see if i can find his name because his show was really good um and a couple shows talked about it but uh benjamin dixon show i i've never heard of him i don't know what else he's done and i'm not saying like i vouch for everything this dude's ever done or anything but the episode he had about bernie so black was really good he went and got some bernie sanders fans and they talked about it um and uh i actually appreciated the perspective that he had on it and what they talked about uh you know and going to get some people that were affected by it. but one of the things one of the bernie sanders fans said that i thought was really funny was well i am not you know i'm a poor white person and where i live uh if the police come for a poor white person we're just as scared as a black person Mm-mm. and i thought you still don't get it no because you're not like you just but you can't imagine a level of fear beyond that you know what i mean because you're thinking to yourself i don't have resources to really fight these police that's right but you're still white right and it can always be worse you know it's kind of like for example uh black men do this a lot where it's like oh man i police see a brother man you know it can't get worse than a brother when police come yes it can be worse you could be a woman ain't that the truth yeah it can it can always be worse like you know if if you're a a cis uh woman or uh whatnot you could be trans 
you get like shit can always be fucking worse because there's always some level of depravity that society is willing to inflict on someone who they feel station is lower than yours correct so it doesn't really matter how you feel about it and how like how terrified you are and the fact that you can't conceive a level of terror beyond that is is really your problem Mm -hmm. because there is a level of terror beyond that and it's statistically proven that there's a likelihood that is uh that is more likely that a black person despite their economic status on any level has much more reason to fear the police than a white person on any economic level as well so um it's just hard for them to imagine that and um that was one of the things i had to push back on because it's like like as much as i understand she meant well she still didn't get it Mm -mm. you know and i wish the guy would have corrected her on that point but i think he was doing this thing where um when you're dealing with white fragility um you're really just trying your best to kind of soothe white people to this idea so you don't want to henpeck them over something that is quote unquote as small as that mistake that she made right so i get it but i guess i'm just in a very combative combative mood and then because of what we do i just i don't really i don't really have much tolerance for that one way or the other <laughs> you know what i mean where it's right. like it's like I, i'm not even saying you're a bad person but you are you are wrong the same way that i would say if a black when black men say stuff like i don't understand why we gotta have say her name i mean we all black and they they killing us all i i have to push back on that and be like no no there's a big there's there is enough of a problem with you saying that that we do have to pause and figure out why you're wrong about that we have to discuss that and that was one of those moments where i wish somebody would have told her like no that that's wrong right and it can it, and it can be addressed it's like yeah you can have a conversation i know you mean well right you know what i mean but I, that's not correct but it's wrong it's just wrong like you know and and it's okay that you're wrong we're gonna get it help you get it right and then we're gonna leave it at that you know which is kind of this uh, attitude that a lot of people take towards you know people that have privilege and they're wrong now my attitude is a little bit more like fuck you go look it up right but you're wrong like you could and if you want to know better you can go find out it ain't that hard right and we also live in a society where white people being loud and wrong is okay and white people in general are never corrected they're never challenged a lot of times on their opinions no matter how fucked up and ignorant it is um and when they are their first reaction is just to lash out and tell you you're motherfucking wrong versus trying to fucking listen yeah like uh, another example like i was listening to uh, a show about race baritone thurston's on that show um who i interviewed on our podcast on medium talk um which you know i'm proud of that interview man when we got done he was like yo this might be the best interview anyone's ever given to me and i you know i was really like you know like I, I felt good about that like mm-hmm. that good. was a fun interview um anyway so i wrote into them uh about this letter and they were talking about this idea of white fragility and like how to deal with white people that are allies or consider themselves allies but their egos get in the way and they get hurt and bruised because you have to talk about some uncomfortable truths when you talk about white supremacy in this country and how to combat it correct and who how how people can be complicit in it even without meaning to be and um i just remember like having this feeling where they were like so you know you have to say this and you have to do that and in my mind i just and, and you know I, I think it's just 
it, it's the to our credit on this show and also to our detriment on this show i ain't doing all that nope you know what i mean like i'm not doing all that shit man i understand but but yeah yeah. like my job isn't to make you a better human being and it's not to make you feel comfortable right like it's like sometimes you have to learn because you know shit is fucked up and you have to go figure out where you fucked up like it's not anybody's right to deal with you being fucked up and get you to the right place because the internet is vast and wide and it can help you in so many ways everything that you want to question somebody about and get an attitude with them if they don't answer you you can just go google and find out on your own and they avoid all the attitude right and for a lot of people there is a a a place where uh black people will teach and walk you along there's a lot of places but for a lot of black people they could give zero fucks about you and how you you know what i think that's i don't think that's true i think the vast majority of black people care i think they do you know what i mean like from the shit that i listen to they care a lot they care most of the shit that i listen to with black people podcasts and stuff is very much like it's still white centric where it's like at the end of the day we're kind of pleading for our humanity to these white people we're kind of wanting these white people to listen and understand and to grasp what's going on and the dire need that we're in and i I, and i'm not saying that in any judgment that's society that has it has been constructed that way right you know so i don't you know i don't know that i think black people do care they care a lot i think we care too much to be honest right right in in general correct like because the kind of person that wants to help and be an ally and all that shit uh they either want to or they don't right and the kind of person that is like tolerating your ass the second the going gets tough they're gonna bail so why what the fuck would i cater to that person for like but but anyway that's some people's jobs right just their jobs yeah like when i listen to um like when i listen to a, a show about a race i'm listening to them have a discussion where part of the job is to not get white people to run out the room you know what i mean so i think that's a big part of it but that's also why i love the space that we've set up because i don't if you leave you leave and it's not like we ran you out we're just being honest and authentic and authentic you know what i mean so it's like i i don't feel like it's uh i don't feel like it's it's the burdens on us to 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 deliver this in a way that like won't upset anybody you know what i mean and i and i feel that way about pretty much all the shit feel that way about religion i feel that way about uh any level of any kind of privilege like you can't spend the whole time being like all right guys this is why rape is wrong all right i mean come on like what kind of shit is this right because i shouldn't have to plead for my humanity you don't have to plead for yours right kind of shit is this so i don't want to get caught in that right but anyway back to this email because he kind of got us off on a tangent but um yeah that is like if it was only about economics poor white people would be getting killed by police officers on a routine basis as well bernie stands don't seem to understand that fact for a long time black political voices would go along to get along and it is refreshing to see it no longer happen it is it is this lack of empathy is at the root of so many of these issues i travel to the middle east for business often and i find the arabs thousands of miles away have a greater knowledge understanding and empathy for the struggle of the movements like black lives matter than white people in america yeah that that would make sense because 
that is the structure of our society like i think one of the things that people believe about white people is just like there's this underlying evilness of just being white of like Mm -mm. you're a white person therefore you have some level of evil that's just like inside of you and shit and Mm -hmm. i hate you know when you have people are like i hate white people and all this shit right um i just think society does that with privilege of any kind correct so i don't and and the problem is i don't think a lot of people can work through this idea of of have of me being able to say i feel like society has poisoned the well and fucked you up and made you think you're better than people when you're not with i don't hate you right because so, i don't right because it's like the two go hand in hand for so many people that maybe they don't understand the differences the same way that um you know I, sometimes i'll listen to or talk with jl covan and i'll be like yeah i think what you just said is wrong and problematic or fucked up or not true or whatever but i don't just go and i hate jl covan now because i'm just like yeah we don't agree on that and i you know we'll never agree but i will always voice that i disagree right about certain issues with him and then we'll like we can roll from that but he needs to know that that what he's saying i think is wrong you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and, and 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 with everybody i'm kind of like that and i'm sure people are like that with me mm-hmm. i think with the internet and and just society in general people are very unforgiving so there's this idea of like you fucked up i disagree with you now you are a trash human being and i will never see you again away from my presence and i'm not really built that way i'm more no, like I'm you either. fucked up and i disagree with you but it depends about the level of disagreement it depends on the topic right if it's just something that i feel like i feel strongly about but i don't feel like where you're coming from is pure like straight up bigotry or something i'm okay with that you know what i mean like if it's something like um i don't know if it's something like as as opposed to like all gay people are going to hell in their centers then i'm like yeah that's pretty much bigotry i don't know another way to see that you know what i mean like i don't have another version of that where i can be like but but it's okay because you were nice to chill you know what i'm saying like i'm still like that's fucked up for you to say and do and live so uh i think that's the thing is like people just see things as such black and white when it comes to race that it's white people evil everybody else good and um i think so so i think outside of that anybody watching our country from the outside in probably can have empathy for black people because they haven't been conditioned to not have empathy for black people because their society hasn't been rigged to profit off of that or for them to profit off of that like the criminalization of black people how does that help an arab person it doesn't you know what i mean so they probably can look at it and be like wait a minute man that's fucked up but if if you're white and you're living in america so much of our society is set up for you to be like and, and matter of fact let me spread it a little further if you're like black and middle class if you're black Mm -hmm. and you go to church if you're black and go to college i've seen people accept these things too where it's like Mm -hmm. i don't think these things will happen to me so therefore they are not that bad right especially when it comes to education you have a lot of a lot of black people who get a higher education and they're like "Mm -mm, i quote unquote done made it so if i can make it you can make it too 
and if you you know you just get an education it would just fix all your problems you're like uh nigga don't work like that yeah at the end of the day the main conceit here is if black people are doing quote-unquote bad it's somehow their fault and if you're doing well it's somehow inherently the things that you did right and there's no such thing as luck there's no such thing as social networking there's no such thing as privilege there's no such thing as um societal uh influence you know that is helping you out in any way so yeah you get into these situations where um i feel like people on the outside looking in could could easily see that this soul shit is rigged and, and, and black people get a raw deal here uh, they are informed and appreciate the difficulties because many know what it's like to live under an occupation with black people, which black people face daily in our communities as it relates to the police. I appreciate that you in your own way are bringing attention to the core white liberal hypocrisy and making people earn it. If they can't take the criticism, then they aren't worth, uh, worthy of the vote in the first place. Basically. I just thought you should know this, whether you choose to share the broader audience is up to you. Yeah, of course. Maybe leave out my last name if you do. Well, I didn't say it. I realize this may be a case of preach to the choir. It is. But I just thought I would tell you I appreciate this battle you're waging while still keeping true to your exquisite appreciation of all things ratchet. That's my favorite thing mm-hmm. is if you really did just tune in to hear about some Bernie Sanders, you also got like an hour of ball alert. Yes, you did. Guess the race, race and sore ratchetness. Mm-hmm. Please keep it up. I laugh so hard listening to you too, and it has become a staple of my life these days. I promise I won't stalk you guys over multiple platforms, but I do plan on financially <laughs> supporting the show in the near term. I do and much respect to the hustle. Hat tip to Bomani Jones to continue success. Thanks, man. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate you. We do. Um, Marie wrote in, wrote in, thanks. Just wanted to say thank you and care, thanks to you and Karen for all that you do. I love the show so much and appreciate and respect you both. Hope you have a fabulous week off. Your tweet about napping on your wife's bosom at random times for a ah! week made me laugh. Best Marie, maybe one of your only fans in Utah. It's a weird state. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many fans we have in Utah. Me either. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Episode one, uh, 1011, Crash and Burn uh by hc he says can we talk about the cover art for episode 1011 crash and burn for a bit well now i gotta go back and look at it because i you know i don't remember i already the forgot what the picture i used we don't uh, remember them pictures y'all <laughs> for for the, for the show art right um let me go back and scroll down uh at the website let's see 1011 oh the one where uh like she was uh yelling at bernie sanders on his left side on his right side can we talk about the cover okay i enjoy it a little too much some of these annoying progressive bernie black lives matter uh bernie versus black lives matter articles this week used a variation of it except with bernie bookended by both black lives matter ladies just all up in bernie's face those women are sick of bernie shit if i (laughs) If I just came from Mars knowing nothing about Black Lives Matter and saw that pic, I swear Bernie left his phone on the couch by accident and his lady and his side piece found out about each other and came to Bernie demanding answers. <laughs> <laughs> Who phone is this? <laughs> Do you hear me? Who is she? That Who is, is she? always that's always my favorite when two women find out about each other and through the power of sisterhood combine like voltron and show up at a nigga's job like mm, <laughs> that's right we together <laughs> like, right deal with both of this 
um i always party when looking at bernie's face either looking at the ground or staring off into space knowing that the only way it gets worse is if he opens his mouth and says the wrong thing i was shocked someone didn't photoshop the crying jordan face on bernie oh my god <laughs> oh my god why hasn't that happened already uh, it may have i just missed it but uh, i don't uh, think uh, i have that did yeah, not happen that, that would have been tweeted everywhere god damn they it love that goddamn crying michael jordan face where are you dark side and why haven't you done this already right all week it allowed me a brief moment of imaginary fun before reading a stressful article written to fuck with black people and see this is the prime example why they need black photoshop class 101 because you could have made it oh man we need that jordan on bernie face oh god damn last email random feedback chriselle mcleod writes in oh i mean say last name sorry chriselle chriselle writes in uh i already know told y'all how much i love the show so i don't ha- give regular feedback as to not repeat myself that said this week i was visiting family in houston and my days would be off when i didn't catch the show live everyone should really try to catch the live precast when possible it's a different experience with the chat further the opening music is always on point thank you very much yeah we always play live music at, uh, at the beginning of the show yeah oh and we did get um we did get a uh question in the chat <laughs> khalid tiger what's so funny khalid tiger says i want to know how can i choice my future wife Karen. how can you choice your future wife? how can khalid tiger choice his future wife i can't help you on that one sweetie i'm sorry Mm. how can you mm. depends on you as long as you ain't a hotel nigga you gonna find somebody okay um all right well i say uh to choice your future wife put on a blindfold spin around put your hand out and wherever you're pointing like spin the bottle boom there you go that's your wife because apparently that's the level of information you gave us to answer this question with uh-huh. come on buddy come on buddy that is terrible i don't even know what choices you have it's horrible i say it's whoever d follows you back on twitter and accepts your dms okay and i don't mean dick pics i mean like actual uh-huh. conversation okay for anybody writes here and say we talking about harassing people all right man we are off for a week mm-hmm um i ain't doing shit staycation up in this piece yeah gonna be a staycation so we'll talk to y'all um i mean plus we really can't because we got about this car huh. <laughs> yeah and then, <sighs> and then we just we just had to get uh keys cut for the other car right battery new battery this morning right. <laughs> guys i woke up my fucking car battery was like you know what man i vote for bernie sanders too fuck you no basketball no basketball for your black ass <laughs> right. bernie march for martin luther king why don't you march your ass up to the ymca so i couldn't even play basketball with my friends this morning i know and we out there hitting the thing it was like, you ain't getting in here you ain't getting in the truck that car was like fuck you i'm like all you niggas and out. you know what free advertisement shout out to triple a wasn't it the best listen if you first of all my car ain't even that old uh but you need triple a if you got you a car that uh might need to get some work at some point if especially if you have an older car and shit but even with a new car triple a man 
i didn't even think about i was looking up what locksmith to call when i was like wait a minute don't we have triple a that seems like that would be a covered covered under day thing Mm -hmm. Uh, so we called the triple a the dude was five miles out we were at home he got there she like on the phone they said it'll be about 45 45 minutes minutes. he came in about 10 minutes um that's what she said and then he fixed the uh he gave he first of all uh he uh jimmy Malak like got us into the car with a cool little device because because the first we couldn't get in because we had the power um what do you call that thing the power key the fob, key fob wasn't working because mm-hmm. the, the battery was dead right. so then but we didn't know that at first i just thought mm-hmm. the key fob would start working so we get in the car try to start it it won't start so now he's like all right i'll say hold up before you go we might need a jump he said no problem gives me a jump uh cleans off my battery nose with some coca-cola um you know test the battery is dead it's it's bad he said basically drive up to autozone get it looked at i said no problem uh you know how much that costs guys free 99 my favorite price free 99 that dude was the best shout out to triple a hooking a brother up man right got us up to auto zone early before it got packed and crowded mm-hmm. so that was dope man i really do appreciate that so triple a man i can't make a better uh advertising for them man it's one of those things where it don't cost that much to have it but you'd be damn glad you did it's uh, worth when it's time i think they do tire changes i think they told they do a lot of shit yeah they do a bunch of stuff man roadside assistance of all types right we've actually i've actually had uh, i think one time we had problems with my car they actually told my car from my job up to uh up to uh where we get the car fixed yeah so that was dope man all right man y'all have a good one and uh we'll talk to y'all next week uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah.